Contracts, contracts, contracts. They are at the centre of the chatter today when it comes to wrestling news. As well as, of course, we've got Monday Night Raw to, quote-unquote, look forward to. This is the WrestleManiac UK show, Wrestling News Daily. Let's go. What's up, people? It's your boy, Max, the WrestleManiac, if you will. Back again with another podcast, Wrestling News Field. There is a lot going on right now. And like I said in the intro, man, it's, you know, a lot of it is covering contracts. Wrestling contracts that are coming up in 2024. 2024, yeah, is going to be a mad year in terms of, you know how it goes. Like, to be honest, on the surface of it, it always looks like it's going to be a mad year with lots of contracts expiring. The majority of people are going to probably resign, stay where they are. But there are a lot of big names in the pool that could move around. Two from, you know, two leading companies that we are going to discuss today. For those that watched, obviously, AEW Full Gear, we now know one of the biggest free agents that would have been next year, sorry, 2024, Will Ospreay, has committed his future to AEW. He's going to finish up with New Japan on um, in February 2024. And then he's moving on to AEW, which is it was like the obvious move. It was the, it was the right thing to do. It's the right place for him. So I'm really happy for Will and I'm really happy for the exciting prospect of matches we can get given the AEW roster. As well as the opportunity at Wembley to, you know, crown Will at Wembley, the AEW World Champion. I could be getting ahead of myself, but I think that, you know, it's a through ball. It is a through ball to make that guy World Champion at Wembley, your biggest show of the year. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that um, once it happens. Like I was, I was saying previously in previous weeks, it didn't feel very exciting because we've seen him a lot in AEW. Um you know, there was a degree of excitement. I was wrong. There was a degree of excitement for me personally on the night when it was confirmed because I'm very, I'm a big fan and I'm, I'm happy for him. Um, but yeah, we we knew this was probably the one that was going to happen. But like I said, there are um, several contracts coming up in 2024. Um, two particularly, we're going to talk about today if they are coming up in 2024, allegedly for one of them. Um, so yeah. Let's get into it. You guys know what to do. Share this podcast. Hit the review button. Let people know about the podcast. And yeah, let's get into it. So let's start with MJF. MJF has been telling us, it almost feels like since AEW began back in 2019, that his contract is up in 2024. The bidding war of 2024 has been used in storyline. It's still being used in storyline somewhat. In fact, I'll say not necessarily in storyline, but, you know, when there is, you know, things that are not canon or, you know, speaking after shows and stuff, he's still mentioning that, you know, 2024, he has to assess his his options and see what's out there and stuff like that. He's still been trying to elude to the fact that, in 2024, his AEW contract expires and 
of course, WWE, which we all know at this point, he is a WWE kid through and through, that they could come calling and he's made reference to kind of going over to Connecticut and all of this kind of stuff in the past. Now, I don't know how much people really believe he hasn't re-signed a contract. We all remember what happened um, when he insulted Tony Khan on TV. He wasn't on TV for three months. Um, I think pretty much then, around then, he re-signed a new contract for AEW. That new contract, it wasn't just more money. More money wouldn't have come without some type of extension on his contract. Um, people said that he was, you know, pushing for just more money, but yeah, there is no way that he would have got a contract without extending, you know, adding some years to it. So the actual belief is that he resigned a while ago. He resigned for AEW a while ago. Um, a lot of um, outlets have reported that, you know, WWE believe that this is all a false narrative, that he's just making this up. It's all for storyline. They're, you know, a thousand percent sure that he has re-signed for AEW and that he has re-signed for AEW until at least 2027. So, yeah, I don't think it had come out the length of the contract previously or, or this is still not kind of confirmation that he actually has, but by all accounts you know, most outlets believe that MJF has re-signed for AEW and the whole 2024 stuff is not real, which, yeah, personally, I didn't believe it was still real. However, I, I still think they've, not that they should have maybe let his contract run down because you never know what a human being is going to do, but they should have maybe kept it on the wraps some, some way, somehow. He's a baby face right now. Like, I think this still would have been an amazing heel storyline for, you know, him to leave the company now he's champion as well leave the company with the title we see him pop up on indies because you can do that with aew with the aew world title and that would have just been an amazing story the story that we really and truly we should have got when cm punk said he was leaving wwe and he was world champion instead cm punk returned two weeks later you see what i mean like mjf running around on the indies with the aew world title it just would have made us think like, wow, this is crazy. And, you know, really done a good job in what AEW has done already in terms of, you know, bringing the indies into this more polished mainstream product. I think it would have been really good. So possibly a missed opportunity there with that one. But yeah, against um, the story, I guess MJF is telling us, it does seem that MJF is going nowhere. He's committed his future to AEW and yeah wwe will definitely have to call their interest for now because he's not going anywhere he's um signed on probably for at least another three years and i think that just makes sense he's very young you know but even by the time this contract is done he'd probably be like what 30 31 still plenty of time to go to wwe raise his stakes further command big money going to wwe so yeah it makes sense it's just gonna you know how are they gonna on tv worm out of the the whole 2024 storyline now the bidding war of 2024 which has been so prominent how are we going to get to january i guess and just i don't know pretend that never happened we'll see
Right, next up, when it comes to Contract Saga, we're going over to the E, WWE, one of their top stars, a two-time WWE champion in Drew McIntyre. He's another one where the contract is actually coming up in 2024, no kayfabe. I think it's somewhere in the middle of the year-ish, maybe like April, his contract could be coming up. And we know Drew hasn't been happy somewhat. A potential departure from WWE has been discussed. Um, WWE, by all means, will probably, you know, do everything they can to retain Drew McIntyre because he has been prominent in the company um, on the main roster ever since he returned. Um, how long has it been since Drew returned? Maybe been what like five-ish five years or so now um but yeah drew's been great obviously 2020 was his year his year that he would say has kind of been robbed from him but you know he won the royal rumble great royal rumble um went on to the pandemic wrestlemania unfortunately in the performance center to face brock lesnar won the wwe champion and it was a terrific champion in my opinion he really was he gave it his all he made that belt really feel um interesting and really meaningful after years of Brock Lesnar just having having it in a chokehold with no story or anything attached um so yeah I really enjoyed Drew's run um but yeah he's in the middle of contract negotiations it seems especially the fact that we see him more and more on TV now he may be closer than ever to re-signing for the company that's what the general belief is um he's obviously right now in a top storyline with the judgment day not that he has joined the judgment day currently as of time of recording we don't know that for fact he could just be you know flirting with the idea that Rhea Ripley laid out to him that you know the judgment day can help you beat Seth Rollins to become champion and of course we don't know the judgment day's real um motivations behind that the minute he becomes champion Drew becomes champion they might just rush him and then you know Damien Priest cashes in his briefcase. You know, Damien House is in in house. He's a he's Damien Priest is an in house member of the Judgment Day, so it could just be a setup entirely. But I guess you know we're we're gonna find out a bit more about that, um, and we've got a bit of a raw preview coming up um, shortly. But yeah, it looks by all accounts that Drew McIntyre is in negoti in negotiations with WWE that he will look to, you know, re-sign with the company. Um, and, you know, people look a lot into the thing, like promotional materials, even though we know cards are subject to change. They've obviously put out their first German premium live event poster and promotional material, Bash in Berlin, and Drew McIntyre is on the promotional material. He is on the posters. And Bash in Berlin is supposed to be in august 2024 and like i said the the belief is that drew's contract is to end in april 2024 so you know people are putting two and two together that if they're advertising him it means that you know he's gonna stay he signed a contract blah 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 the card is subject to change so do not sell yourself a dream yeah like you'll think that drew mcintyre staying and I, to be honest i think he should stay where are you going where else are you going like tna can they pay you the money that you want AEW, yes, of course, is a viable option, but AEW is a minefield with a lot of similar level talents. And will you get the opportunity? Is the question. 
Drew McIntyre, yes, former WWE champion, two-time champion, but I, I just don't know if he is AEW, if you see what I mean. Um, definitely a WWE guy, in my opinion. Not to say he can't do different. We've seen the Drew, Drew Galloway um, in indie run. Great stuff. But, yeah, I think Drew McIntyre should stay on with WWE. There should be more for him. And as I've said previously, man, the minute Roman loses this title and, you know, Cody's maybe one champion and whoever's going to hold the other world title, things are going to free up a lot more. There's going to be a lot more viable guys around the, the world title scene, in my opinion. So, yeah, it should be a lot more interesting. The opportunities will come. So, yeah, right now it looks like McIntyre is in the midst of a bit of a contract situation, um, but it probably is, you know, a case that he will resign with the company. Maybe they're just negotiating and he's trying to get the best deal for himself at this time. Last but not least, let's talk Monday Night Raw. It is Monday. So we got a Monday Night Raw coming up and this is the go home show to Saturday Survivor Series. Looking forward to Survivor Series. The War Games matches will obviously bring some really cool intrigue. Um, the main thing, I guess, you know, it looks like Drew McIntyre will join the Judgment Day's side in the War Games. I think that's going to be probably confirmed on this show, this Monday Night Raw. And if so, if that's the case, then Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes, Jey Uso and Sami Zayn will need an additional man on their side. And of course, that's when the chitter chatter begins. Who is the additional man? Will it be Randy Orton returning? That's a lot. Of, uh, uh, that's what a lot of people think. Sorry. Um, CM Punk is the other one that we keep getting, you know, keeps getting mentioned that is he returning? Obviously, Survivor Series is in Chicago, home of the punk. So, yeah. That is, I guess we'll see if this is going to be five on five. And of course, we'll probably get um, some talk in terms of Drew McIntyre explaining his actions from last week. Um, you know, the Claymore kick to Jey Uso costing their opportunity at the tag team titles. The handshake with Rhea Ripley. Is he joining Judgment Day? Is he just in cahoots with Judgment Day? And like I said earlier, is he going to step into the War Games cage alongside the Judgment Day on Saturday? So, yeah, there's a lot around there to, to to figure out right now. There's going to be an advantage match as well, a War Games advantage match, where one of Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes, Jey Uso or Sami Zayn will take on one of Finn Balor, Damian Priest, Dominic Mysterio or JD McDonough to see who gets the advantage in War Games. They clearly just haven't decided who's wrestling on the night because it's like, bruv, why can't you just choose one of these, two of these guys, you know, one from each side to go against each other? I don't know what these are on, <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're just keeping it open right now, it seems. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see how that goes. So yeah, we're gearing up for Survivor Series. Um, we've got some women's action. Becky Lynch versus Zia Lee. They said that was happening from last week. Zia Lee was obviously chasing down Becky Lynch whilst Becky Lynch was NXT Women's Champion. Um, she wants her pound in flesh now, I guess. It's, the time is right for her. Um, so yeah, it's gonna be good. It's been it's been really um I think it's been, it's been really interesting seeing the likes of Tegan Knox just come out of the woodwork and get some some more airtime over the last few weeks. The same with this Candice LeRae and um 
Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell just one kick by Zia Lee. They're like knocked out. They're they're loopy, um, and the matches have ended there. I don't know what that's about, but um, and then of course we've seen Zia Lee herself um, look pretty menacing in NXT on Raw. Um, they're using their division. They're really using their division. Um, Becky Lynch, the good work started with her going down to NXT, becoming champion, and really shining a light on some of these women that don't get so much of an opportunity. And I guess it's continuing here um, with Zia Lee, this match with Zia Lee. And obviously for those that watched Friday Night Smackdown, Becky Lynch is going to be in the War Games match alongside Bianca Belair, Charlotte Flair and Shotzi. So yeah, some some decent action. Looking forward to Becky Lynch versus Zia Lee. I don't expect Zia Lee to win, but you know, maybe a good outing. Um, and yeah, we'll, we'll see where that lands her. Um, going forward Nia Jax versus Raquel Rodriguez also um, yeah this is <laughs> this would be a good match I don't know whether they're going to use this to kind of build up whoever Rhea's next contender is going to be obviously we know at Survivor Series Rhea is defending the title against um, Zoe Stark so yeah maybe Nia Jax versus Raquel Rodriguez will prove to be like a number one contenders match um, for whoever the winner is coming out of Survivor Series more than likely Rhea Ripley um, so yeah and then we've got Shinsuke Nakamura and Shinsuke has kind of been running through the Alpha Academy in recent weeks Shinsuke Nakamura versus Chad Gable is the match that we are probably getting on the night as well um, Shinsuke Nakamura's character ever since you know the losses to Seth Rollins um, it's, it's still a dark grungy character enjoying the promos and stuff like that but there's a lot of subliminals people are wondering who he's calling out who his next victim is etc etc Punk's name has again been thrown into the hat as well with that so it's going to be interesting to see does Shinsuke get a open challenge at survivor series and he's waiting for someone to come i mean if shinsuke has an open challenge at survivor series it's a it's gotta be a big return or something you see what i mean or debut because why <laughs> otherwise why would he have one why would you bother um it would have to be you know a randy orton against shinsuke nakamura or a cm punk like otherwise yeah i don't bother but they haven't said anything about an open challenge it's just being wildly speculated that that could be something that happens so we'll see that's Nakamura for me on the other side of things Chad Gable Chad Gable for me is still the guy that um needs to he's got unfinished business with Gunter I was about to say he needs to beat Gunter I'm, I'm actually not so sure that he needs to be the one that beats Gunter but he definitely has unfinished business with Gunter, it feels. And the, the the one way I've always said, you know, where people have said, well, no, Chad Gable has to beat him for the Intercontinental title. I'm not against it. But coming from what we saw last time round, where, you know, Gunter made, made Gable's daughter cry in front of him and stuff like that. I've kind of fantasy booked in my head that Chad Gable needs to win the Intercontinental title on... Christmas Day. Christmas Day show, they usually, you know, pre-film it, so it'll be kind of hard to keep this one quiet. But 
they usually pre-film it to allow the the superstars to enjoy their Christmas. Christmas falls on a Monday um, this this year, so um, I believe that would obviously be a day where they would normally shoot Monday Night Raw live. So I just think there'll be something good in this story to wrap it up. Chad Gable beating Gunther on Christmas Day, just all round feel good, and it's almost like that's the present Chad Gable gives to his daughter. After Gunther making her cry last time, Chad Gable can kind of share the Intercontinental title with his family, with his daughter, um, on Christmas Day. It just feels nice, doesn't it? Like, I just feel like it's something they could easily do. To keep it under wraps, like I say, would be difficult because of spoilers and things of that nature. But, um, yeah. For me, if we're going to get Chad Gable back to this Intercontinental title, what he looked like maybe a month ago or so, in and around that he needs to just stop losing at this point he needs to stop losing and you know let let him be the coach for alpha alpha academy if them men are gonna lose then let them man lose he doesn't need to be the one taking losses because then how is he gonna get back around to gunta and we believe it you know so yeah that's what monday night raw is looking like the go home shows are never really what they used to be but i'm looking forward to the pay-per-view on the weekend should be a good one. So guys, that's all the news and stuff from today. Let me know what you think. You can hit me up on Twitter at WrestleManiac UK. Let me know your thoughts on the contract situations from both MJF and Drew McIntyre. And anything at Survivor Series, particularly this weekend, you're looking forward to. I'd love to hear from you guys. I will be back with a new pod giving you guys all the news from the wrestling world very very soon wrestlemaniac uk signing out and i'll see you soon